Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. These are the things that Joey Gallo can do. He can go up there, get hot, hit the ball, drive the ball, whatever you want to call it, like very few people in the world. There's, there's not too many people that do what he does. Uh, and, and many have mentioned, you know, when he starts to feel it, when he starts to settle in, when he starts to get comfortable, it's uh, it's a scary thing sometimes. And him going out there against the left-hander and doing it too, and a, a point in the game where we really could use, uh, you know, use something, use some runs, make something happen. Um, he went out there and, uh, and hammered that one and, you know, rode that one into the next one. So that was great. Man, Rocco stole my first statement. Verbatim, I think. Joey Gallo? Uh, well, Joey Gallo is specifically, the, what did he say? Can you can you play the first part of that clip again? I'm going to steal his statement. Yeah. <laughs> These are the things that Joey Gallo can do. He can. There you go. Uh-huh. There's the first statement. These are the things Joey Gallo can do. Remember when old Dex was poking at old Macadac last year? I knew year this too? was coming oh, up. Oh, no need, Joey. He's it. washed up. He's garbage. Look at him. How can you say that? Joey Gallo fan club. Oh, Joey Gallo. A couple of, couple of bombs. Uh, tied for the major league lead with two home runs through the first three games of the season. Uh, Joey Gallo, gentlemen. By the way, welcome to Mackie and Judd here. Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment Therapy Speculation. Celebrating a 3-0 and start to the twin season here. Joey Gallo outside of New York. Uh, there's some Carl Pavano here. Some guys just can't oh, yeah. hack it in New York, man. And that's that's actually one thousand percent true. It's a pressure cooker in New York. Ed play- yep. Who? They're the first guy to have have this publicly diagnosed. What was a guy who was a good pitcher for the Padres? <laughs> Ed Whitson was went to the Yankees and was so bad that like they egged his house or something. Ed Whitson. Oh, Ed this, Whitson, look at this guy's pitcher, mustache, man! But fell apart. Fell apart, and he was the first guy I recall diagnosed with exactly what you're talking about, which is true. Okay, yeah, so Ed 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 Whitson. You, you can't have pitching without Whitson. Without Cool Whip. Oh, man, you're right. So he pitched mostly uh, it just kind of National League, Pirates, Giants, yep. Padres. And then when he was 30, he went to the Yankees. His first year, his ERA was almost five in an era of the 80s where you know most pitchers were below four. And then the next year with the Yankees, man, old Ed Whitson. Had a 7.54 earned run average. What a pull by Judd. He was the first guy. It happens to guys. Joey Gallo, 140 games in New York. 
159 batting average and uh, a 368 slugging percentage. Joey Gallo in Texas, uh, one of the best power hitters in baseball, and Joey Gallo through the first three games in Minnesota, one of the best power hitters in baseball. So maybe he just needed to be removed from the pressure cooker that was New York. And to play off that point, too, though, here's what I like. Okay, so he strikes out a, a ton, which which makes him a comp and will be, I think, all season long to Miguel Sano. Here's what I like, though. They put him at first base. He's just good there. He's naturally he's good, good there. Yeah, he's, he's a, he, he is not a, he is not, he's a guy who's going to give you added value. Like, he will strike out probably too much, right? But it's not, if he doesn't homer, he's useless. He knows how to play first. He is a gold glove outfielder. So, like, he gives you intangibles that Miguel didn't come close to. So this might be a really good move. Yeah. Great. Could be a great signing. Could be. Could be. Just like just like when the Padres got Ed Whitson back in the yeah. mid-80s. Mail. I just looked it up. He was getting hate mail. Yankees fans. <laughs> Death threats. Hated. Okay, how did people know, like, what Ed Whitson's address was back in 1986 that one i don't publicly listed that one i don't know but i'm guessing you couldn't that look that he, it up on the internet back then no i'm guessing that the i'm guessing that he got hate mail and death threats through the team but i don't know and how they passed they it along to him to his, yeah here's your mail today <laughs> no they probably had oh to. god this one's written in they blood probably, why'd you give probably this had to yeah so <laughs> i'm just saying joy gallo um my statement is this i'm completely back I'm completely back. And, and 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 this isn't just this is not just twins, so just before calm down. Oh. Calm down. This is about baseball as well. So first of all, the last I don't know. La- I love the sport and I know that we all do, but it feels like the last three or four years or more, but you know, certainly the last few. It's sort of our job to keep tabs on the team and watch games. And so I would. And I'd go to games, but I also would not go sometimes because I don't want to get home at midnight. I have to work the next day. Okay. For every, I think the longest game of the three was two thirty-five. These twins games move. And here's why else I'm back though. From the twins perspective, look at the pitching and fielding base running. This is a, this looks to be a smart team. One thing that drove me crazy last year is it was a dumb team, dumb, dumb, dumb team. It did not play the game smart. This team for three games, and this has nothing to do with the opponent because the Royals might be one of the worst teams. I have no idea. Looks like a lot but, of the same guys, though. Like why? I guess Michael Michael Taylor is different, and Joey Gallo is different. But I think I think what also helps is the pace. They have to stay engaged. They have to stay engaged. But second base right now is different. First base is different. Third base right now different. Like like there's a lot of changes. But I'm just saying they seem to have an ability to play not. It's not just that the games are quick, but they were well played too from a Twins perspective, and that starts with one place, the mound. The pitching was fantastic, so I'm back. Give me this all summer long, and I am totally in. I will watch wow. more games than ever. This is what I want to see. I don't need to see the Bomba Squad. The Bomba Squad is one of the worst things ever to happen. Wait, from that's a little, slow that's, down, that, guys. That's slow down. No, slow no, down. no, no, no. Here's why. Here's why. False sense of security. The home run. You know what the home run? The home run okay, symbolizes a lot of things that are I'm wrong. I'm playing okay, Judd off stage. Yeah. I'm playing Judd yeah. off stage. I'm back. You went too far you with can't. that take. Bomba squad, out. <laughs> Wait, you, you, I love how you went from like, all right, you're back. This is great. Baseball is playing at a crisp pace. The Twins look like the Twins just played a minor league team for three days, and we're all like, this is great. But 
Uh, and then you had to take your take one step too far oh, by somehow looping far. in the greatest home run hitting team in baseball you know what history that team did, did the, and throwing them under the bus. That team loved to play four-hour games. I was out. <laughs> now I'm back. I love you, Twins. I love you, baseball. Rob Manfred, I'm so sorry. To Judd's point, too, Jeff Passon tweeted out these facts of the first four days in the MLB from last year versus this year. So time of game down by 30 minutes. So 238 was the average game time over the opening weekend. Batting is actually up OPS-wise, average-wise, through the first 50 games of this year versus last year. So batting is actually up. The average is up. Oh, sure. Slugging percentage is up. Yeah, OBP Ground balls are going up. leaking through that wouldn't otherwise leak through, probably. Stolen bases is up from 70 stolen bases this weekend versus 29 through that's, last year. That's great. Things are happening. This is it. Like This is going to sound ridiculous, but it's an indictment on our society, and we all play into it. We're just always looking for something to be happening. Are you guys like me? I can't even like, it used to be that a commercial break would bore me and then I'd have to find something to do for like four minutes during a commercial break. I can't even, I if I'm watching TV, I also have to be scrolling through Twitter or oh, something yeah, or Instagram yep, we all have that. to be properly stimulated. I need like two screens minimum to be I properly know. stimulated. And yep. baseball's out here trying to take, you know, 53 seconds between pitches for the last 10 years, if you just, it may sound simple and dumb, but if you just have more things happening at a quicker pace, you're going to get people's engagement much more likely. Well, and who wants to watch a pitcher walk around the mound or a batter step out and adjust his uh, crotch? Everyone stay, <laughs> everyone has to stay like in the, the moment now. I don't enjoy that. Everyone has to stay. It's It's absolutely, this is as big a change as when hockey came back, like I said last week, from the lockout. This is that big of change. It's going to change. Yeah. It's going to change the fan base. I've had a couple moments. Like I was watching uh, a few winnings of the game yesterday. Finally, uh, found a way to watch Twins games. By the way, so thank you to those of you who have hear who have helped me solve this problem illegally. Uh, not illegally. It's not illegal. Technically, no. But there was a few times where you know, like your internal chance. clock as you watch a baseball game is. All right, there's a pitch. And then I can, like, look at my phone now for – you have kind of an internal clock. Okay, that pitch happens, and I can look down at my phone and kind of – and then I'll reengage back with the TV after it feels like I should. And that internal clock is now off. I, I missed the conclusion of, like, three at-bats because I, like, looked at my phone for 20 seconds, and the next pitch happens. Pitch clock. So Pitch clock phone. Phone clock. <laughs> All, right. All right. Over to, over to Dex. All right, my Dex, statement Dublin, is – Over to Declan. Uh, over to me. Judd. My statement is, so far, so good. So the Twins starting rotation, which I, I did a nice breakdown on, on the Score North TikTok, by the way. I did a little breakdown of the five uh, pitchers in the starting rotation. You'll find that, scorenorth.com. And I did a little cheeky little, hey, let's review all five of these guys. Well, so far, so good. And the Royals stink. But you know what? Good. You should dice up that A lineup, basically, okay? Uh, throughout the weekend, 16.1 innings by the starting staff, one earned run, 15 strikeouts, a whip of 0.73, and I might even combine my second statement into this first statement that the defense matters here. So the Twins, oh, wow. okay? Wow, oh, this is like a this is like a snake draft of of statements here. I'm I'm a uh, pick ten. Declan gets the, pick I like three and four. Yeah, um, I like where he's going. They turned ground ball defense ground balls into outs with their defense. They turned 27 of 28 ground balls into outs yesterday, uh, over the weekend, excuse me. That's a 97% success rate. Humongous double plays turned in opening day from Joey Gallo, who looks really comfortable. By the way, 
He's a gold glove outfielder, and he's playing first mm-hmm. base. It, it, and he looks very crisp there. The defense absolutely matters. The pitch to contact can work to a degree, right? I mean, this is the if you can marry good pitchers that can strike out guys but have great defense behind you, which the Twins are now employing, this is all good. So far, so good. That is my opening statement. Yeah, it's it, we're again, we're dealing with very small sample sizes here and a Kansas City Royals team that's just not going to be good. But to, De- to Declan's point, this, this is what you should look like against teams that aren't very good. The unfortunate thing is, didn't they change the unbalanced schedule this year? So you don't, yeah, you don't get to face the Royals times. 19 yeah. times. I am so oh, damn. I am so excited that baseball looks like like this now. I don't care how the Twins do. <laughs> I'm just so excited. I, I it was so and great. Screw to watch these the games. 2019 Twins. They're yeah. worthless. Yeah, those, those damn home runs. <laughs> they're, they're trying to work. They're trying baseball. to play four hour they, they games. Yeah, Broncos whole thing. They Let's need to knock half hour games. That's what this Let's team play needs. Four and a half hour games. You know what? I put the damn ball in play. No shifts. I love it. Okay, another thing that I think Judd was was ripping the Twins for, and this will be my next segment, that appears to be working for the Twins. Byron Buxton, as designated hitter, can stay as long as he wants. <laughs> Look how fresh he looks. He played in all three games to start the season, which is great. Uh, you know, it's, it's early, but he's batting four sixty two with a six ninety two slugging percentage. He's got extra base hits. He's running around. And at some point, if you need to throw him in the outfield, you can. Maybe you maybe you save that bullet until like July at this point. Well, I like that. Just, I would then DH write him. that down would be correct. First half of the season, you DH him, and then when the weather's a little warmer and you feel confident and the legs feel good, you uh, you unleash wow. an outfield that includes Buxton and maybe Michael Taylor at the same time. I don't know what you would do yeah. with some of the other corner guys, but don't but it's, it is working so far. He's playing and hitting well. Don't forget, the Judd plan for the last three years has been get a real center fielder out there, and they did finally. They did. This is really the first time they haven't had just like a minor leaguer as their fourth outfielder, a yeah. Jake Cave or a, what was it, Gilberto Celestino? Last year, yeah. Rob Ref um, Snyder like two years ago. Remember that legend? Yeah, he face planted in Baltimore. He pulled the Butch Husky in, into the uh, wall in Baltimore. Yeah. Rob, what's Rob? Okay. What's Rob Refsnyder doing these days? He was with Boston. Selling insurance. He was no. He was with the Red Sox last I saw, and may, I want to say he might have gone to a National League team then. Jake okay, Cave he like, is, led the spring training and batting average this year. He like batted like four hundred. Yeah, it's awesome. Boys. That's great. Refsnyder hope- made Boston's opening day lineup. Oh, nice. Yeah, actually, for Boston last year, Rob Refsnyder hit three hundred seven as a as a no. backup sort of a pinch hitter guy. You guys mocked him, mm-hmm. but you know what? Right I don't want him Snyder. in center field or in center field behind Buxton. All right, I, I'm going to kill the mojo here. It's got to stop. Emilio Pagan, okay, came in yesterday to cap off a weekend that was a celebration of baseball and the Minnesota Twins LLC. And Emilio Pagan comes in. I think he gave up one run, but it was a tightrope. It was a and and. Look, I know it didn't cost them the game, but I just have one question. Why are we still doing this? Like, what do we think? How many times do we have to hear, yeah, but it's stuff you don't understand. That stuff's going to play at some point in time. Do we really need to see his stuff more? Emilio Pagan, why we know, is he still we, here? we know he has good stuff, but yeah, if, you, if you're just because you have a car that drives fast, if you can't reach the pedals, like... So why is he still here? You know, it's, it's pretty amazing. They uh, And so... Duran didn't pitch or was unavailable the last couple of days because he slept wrong Thursday night into Friday. 
And Doc Rock said, okay, we got to shut you down for about three months trainer, now. Like what? Papa Resta. This is the greatest name. They found a trainer. The, the guy that is now the head athletic trainer for the Twins, his last name is Papa Resta. <laughs> Daddy Rest. Da- <laughs> no, I mean, can, but can you Daddy think of, Rest. Can you think of a more perfect Twins employee to tell players <laughs> you're not going to play than Papa Resta? It's like, a, I feel like, what, what are the movies? Seinfeld. When it comes to Emilio Pagan. Wasn't there an Amy Schumer movie a few years ago where you Ugh. you think you look like something in the mirror, but, oh. you, but in reality you look different? Yeah, that sounds like an Amy Schumer movie. Where my wife has accused me of this, oh, of having some like overconfidence. Where, like I look in the mirror and see oh. Ryan Gosling every day, but my. really I'm like 20 pounds overweight and you know receding hairline. I get a, I, I'm getting a haircut later today, and and my fiance lovingly said, you know, you're gonna come home from that haircut, and like, just don't talk to me for 20 minutes because you're just gonna brag about how good you look, and like, just by the way you strut and walk in the apartment, I I don't want to see you for the first 20. That's minutes. the twin. My point is, that's good. the twins yeah. after Emilio Pagan gets yeah. done with the bullpen session. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Look at the movement they down are, that pitch. They are me post haircut. That is exactly who <laughs> they see something a little different than what is reality. So, how many games are they gonna let him? Flirt with blowing or That's blow until they understand. finally say, okay. I just don't understand the need for it. So uh, I think, so Burp Lylevin still holds the record among all pitchers for home runs given up in a single season, right? It was yeah, like 48, I think, right? Or was it Was it 48? It was, it was close to 50. I'll find it. Yeah. Okay. So around 50 in a, in a full season, like it was like 250 or 300. Emilio Pagan coming into this season had given up. 28 home runs over his last two years. 28 home runs in 120 innings. And so if you were to double the innings to get to Bly Levin's innings total, he was on pace the last couple of years, again as a reliever, to shatter Burt Bly Levin's home runs allowed record. They should just do that, man. That should be a promotional thing for the Twins. Emilio Pagan's going to be a starter now. We're going to get him to 250 innings to see if he can beat Burt Bly Levin's record. 50. 50 home, 50 home runs allowed. Let's make it happen. <laughs> all right, back to Declan. Uh, all right, my last one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off a jet on the negativity. This is your last stand, is my statement. This is your last stand. Talking about Max Kepler. So Max oh, yeah. Kepler has been thrown back into the leadoff spot. Still has yet to record a hit, I believe, yeah. against a really oh, bad yeah. Royals lineup. And again, small sample sizes. I understand that, but he's been thrusted back in here. The shift has now changed, so he's not going to be pulling into outs as much as he maybe typically was in previous years. But this is the last stand here for Max Kepler. I mean, he was really, really good in 2019. The Bomba squad even got MVP votes that year. He's one of the, if you want to go by votes, he was one of the 20 best players in the American League that season. But since 2021, he's kind of regressed to being a pull-happy guy that hits a lot of pop-ups or hits a lot of ground balls into outs. The power isn't there. This is the last stand here, Max. Can you show up? Can you kind of resurrect something from 2019? Because I don't think mm. you can afford having this guy at the top of your lineup or even in your lineup for much Why longer. Why is he batting leadoff? Rocco wanted to give him, I think, one more chance. They, they were going to have Gallo hit there, and then they uh, bailed on that plan. And with Polanco not playing, I think they just did, decided that they would see if they could resurrect the magic of 2019 with that damn Bomba squad. We all knew that wouldn't happen. But he, but he has one of the lowest on-base percentages of any twin the last yeah. handful of years. His yeah. his on-base percentage has been no higher than 318 going back to 2021. So I don't know. Like, why put, 
He's not like a burner. He's not a non-base guy. He doesn't. It's just kind of weird. The story's basically just said that that in in nineteen he had enough success where they thought that they would try it again for a while. But I think Declan's right. Like I I don't think this is gonna. I don't think he's going to be put out there in perpetuity at this point. I think at some point in time that they, they might have to uh, mm. do something. I feel like uh, I feel like Correa should just bat lead off, unless he was adamantly against it. Maybe he likes to see someone else. I think take he some likes pitches to see first. pitches. Yeah, I think he likes to see pitches. I think okay. that's his whole thing. Well, at some point, if you're going to run Nick Gordon out there, especially in Polanco's absence, he was a former top five overall pick that, in theory, should be blossoming into his prime here. So I possibility. give him a run, too. But um, all right, Any final twin statements from you guys here? Anything yeah, else you want to you wanna rip? Uh, anything else about the 2019 squad you want to get off your chest? You, you mean the, the delay a game squad? Um, no. Here's my last statement. There's one more change to come. All right, so baseball's rules right now are actually trending in a really positive direction, time of game, blah, blah, blah. But did you guys see, I, I feel like this has been a focus, but it is going to be especially now because it's one of the main, like, huge problems left. Um, the electronic strike zone, which is going to be tried by the uh, Saints and AAA, mm-hmm. which is how they evolve this. I think we're going to see, unless it just falls apart completely, and I don't think it will, the electronic strike zone in 24 because we're seeing more and more now how bad strike zones are. Yeah. And it's, it's like it's the one thing left to talk about that's screwed up. Yeah, and it's 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 I'm gonna defend umpires here because Major League Baseball has hung umpires out to dry. Mm-hmm. Everyone has like four K definition on their TVs, you know. Shout out to TCL TVs. I feel like the smallest TV anyone has now is like forty inches in their living room. So everyone, you know, twenty, thirty years ago. When I'd go to my dad's apartment to watch, you know, baseball games on the weekend, and we and we thought we had a big TV. It's like a twenty-seven inch zenith or something. Standard nice. definition, you know. And they're not the K zone might have been new, but you can barely see it. It's right. just kind of whatever. Right. And now they're showing you. First of all, guys are also throwing ninety-seven miles an hour with crazy movement on their pitches. That's less change. The human eye is not meant to bat a thousand on calling those pitches on the black, especially when everyone's watching in high def. So it's not even really that the umpires are getting worse or it's just that we have put magnifying glasses on all the mistakes, all the pimples, and we have told umpires, figure it out anyways. You know, remember even like that play at first base, it was uh, like 12 years ago and that uh, Armando Galarraga had a perfect game going and Jim, Jim Joyce was the only guy in America that wasn't, given the opportunity to, in the moment, say, oh, you know what, that was the wrong call at first base. So we got replay. And he had to suffer. So, like, then we got replay. So we should at least have a challenge system. I think that's how it starts off. We'll do the K zone, and you can challenge, like, five pitches per game. The re- the human will call the pitches in the first season, and then we'll use the, the, the box as, like, a, a challenge system like you see in tennis. And tennis, they have a lines judge, and they, like, or they have multiple, right? And they call, and then the Hawkeye system you can challenge if you want during a tennis match. I bet that's how we unveil it, but it has to happen. Yep. By the way, opening day at Target Field, April 6th. It's on Thursday, 310 first pitch, Twins, Astros. If the weather gets weird, there's a built-in day on Friday, but the weather should be clear at some point. might be a little bit cold, but you can buy your tickets at twins.com slash tickets. First chance to see the new uniforms. First chance to see maybe Joey Gallo hit some bombs out of the plaza. Twins.com slash tickets. First 20,000 fans through the gate on opening day receive an opening day TC hat presented by your local Northland Ford dealers. 
twins.com slash tickets. Very nice. Cool. Good talk. Good talk. Good stuff. A lot of positivity. So much positivity. Yep. Um, Check out, if you want negativity and therapy, our Timberwolves edition of Mackie and Judd today. And uh, you can also find Purple Daily speculating or, I guess, transitioning from speculation to reality as it pertains to Kirk Cousins and the 49ers. So check those out. We'll see you tomorrow.